Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to HomeThreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. This is Megan and Stacy. You guys, we recently did a listener survey and it revealed how much you want more real-time inspiration for how to feed your families. So we're making our What We're Cooking and Eating Now into bite-sized episodes every other week. These are like bonus episodes. Everything is a bonus. Bonus. Well, it is, right? So we did (laughs) bonus, we have bonus episodes for our listeners group. Listeners group exclusives. Yeah, call them now. exclusive. So these are going to be two additional episodes that go into the public feed. Unlike the listeners group where we started by saying there were going to be many and now they're actually two exclusive full length episodes that you get in a private feed. If you're a supporting member, these really are going to be many ones. We're required by contract with Samantha. <laughs> To keep them short and sweet. So I think we should jump right into it. Billis, what are a couple of things you've fed your family or yourself this week? Okay. So we're just going to share like two or three recipes ideas from the week. Okay. I got this, Megan. I got it. I know. It's on the the fly and it's got to be really real. Okay. One of the things that I, one of my favorite pasta dishes of all time is called Bucatini alla Matriciana which is kind of like a very simple, almost jammy tomato sauce with pancetta and usually fresh hot peppers. And I love it because it is so simple and quick to make. I feel like I'm getting a lot of like cacio e pepe content coming at me recently. I don't know if it's like a trend or a weird pattern or, you know, when people are like, you can drive down the street and you won't see a blue Honda. But the minute someone says, look for a blue Honda, there are a thousand blue Hondas. Yes. I feel like maybe that's what's happening with Cacio and Pepe because it's just like on the mind. 
but I don't make that as much. That's another really simple, classic Roman pasta dish that's a great, it sounds fancy, but it's a great family meal that I don't make because my kids don't love mac and cheese. And to be honest, it's a little bit of a version of mac and cheese. So this is what I make instead. This one I'm going to, I don't have a recipe, so I'm just going to kind of walk you through it. You really don't need very much. You need some olive oil. You need some pancetta. I like buying like pre-diced if I'm making this, you know, on a weeknight, it works just as well. The cubed kind, you know, it comes in a little plastic container in the fresh deli section. I use a small red onion a can of whole tomatoes that actually you want to crush by hand or break them up with um, your hands so that you have some chunks, but they release their juices before you add it to the pot, to the pan where you're making your sauce. I really, really love using fresh hot peppers. And I tend to go to the farmer's market during pepper season, buy a whole bunch, and I get like weird random ones that have like citrus notes and I just nerd out. And then I put them in a Ziploc and I keep them in my freezer for basically the year. So whenever I make this dish, I just pull one out randomly. I don't ever remember what it is (laughs) or how it's going to taste or how hot it is, but I just kind of go for it. Alternatively, you'd use pepper flakes to give this spice. Okay. And then, you know, salt, pepper, your pasta, bucatini is what's classic here. You can use spaghetti and then your grated cheese on top. I really like this with Pecorino Romano, but that's a little strong for my kids. So we often just use Parmesan. And basically you are going to heat the olive oil. Then you're going to put in the pancetta. It's going to render the fat. It's going to get nice and crispy. And then you're going to remove the pancetta with a slotted spoon. Then I like to half the onion and then cut it into thin slices that actually almost kind of mimics like long pasta. And you're going to add the red onion to the rendered fat and olive oil mixture, same pan, just cook it until they are translucent. They smell good. You know, it's like five minutes. Then you're going to take those tomatoes that you broke up with your hand and the juices and dump that whole thing. And you're just going to like reduce this. You're going to season it to taste. You're going to add the pepper flakes, salt, pepper, all to taste. If you're using fresh peppers, you'd add it in with the onions as well. And then just kind of reduce this for 25 minutes. You're basically making a very quick pasta sauce in the pan. You cook the bucatini. You save a little bit of the pasta cooking water. By now, you know this from us. But if not, you should be following us on Instagram. (laughs) We have lots of pasta cooking tips there. And that's it. Then you toss the pasta once it's cooked with the sauce right in that big high-sided pan, you add a little bit of the pasta cooking water to help it all stick and get glossy and beautiful. And there's your pasta. It's so, so delicious and flavorful. So this is one of my favorite pastas. I pull it out a lot, especially in the winter for some reason. It's just like the ultimate comfort food for me. It sounds so delicious. And it does sound like Pasta comfort, but that little bit of spice, I think, makes it exciting. Yes. Yes. Bread or salad, like, are you doing a veggie side? Do you feel like it's veggie packed enough? Oh, no. it's. I mean, it doesn't really have it. I don't know. Tomatoes are veggies. I know that. But uh, no, this is like, (laughs) I don't, for me, I would definitely do a veggie side. You know, you can pop some like broccolini in the air fryer, or hopefully you've made a vinaigrette earlier in the week, or maybe you just have a jar of your favorite salad and you can put it over spinach, like just something really simple and easy. The pasta is so delicious and good. Uh, oh, did you say bread? That's so interesting. I don't really serve bread very often with dinner. 
that weird? You sent out a whole Friday email about making garlic bread just yeah. recently. And I was like, yes, garlic bread could be a whole meal. Yeah, so. I do. It's funny when I make garlic bread or when I serve bread, it's actually part of the meal plan. Like it's something that I yes. imagine where it's essential to it as opposed to like having bread on the side of whatever. Does right. that make sense? It does make sense. I think I'm curious, like, are you doing pasta and garlic bread? Like that's the kind of sauce where I want to be able to like drag my garlic bread through it at the end or like clean my plate with my garlic bread. But all I do agree with you that sometimes like garlic bread and pasta can feel redundant. And I'm more likely to do garlic bread on like a soup night or yes, like we're true. having like um, a poor tenderloin or yes. something where there's like sauce and I want to soak up the sauce, but like, that's the, that's the like carbohydrate starch component of our meal. Yes, totally. Yeah. So the latter, that's what it's like for me. I okay. very rarely do pasta and bread. Okay. Also, I feel like my kids would just eat the bread then, even no matter how <laughs> delicious the pasta is. Fair. I don't know. Also, I'm trying to do the bare minimum to get everyone's belly full. Yes. You and so it's I mean? just pasta. So you the pasta and a veggie. Yeah. yeah. Although right. I'll tell you the one thing is that we're move, we're definitely moving into the need for cooking two pounds for oh. meal. Oh, do you have a big enough pot for that? I do. And they, we won't finish the whole two pounds, but like, then there'll be like one portion for Isaac's second dinner or leftovers, something like that, like for Mike's lunch the next day. But we're definitely moving into a territory where one pound is not cutting it. Okay. We, I want to know more about that, but we've got to keep it quick. So give me your other two. Okay. You don't have to talk through all of them. It yes. can just be recipe idea or right. like things that you serve this week. And you're like, we can link to a recipe or it's just a quick idea. Okay. So the bucatini is a very like quick and easy meal. One more involved thing that I've made recently when I had energy was arroz con pollo. Mm. And I used the recipe from winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, again, it's that like comfort deep winter thing of like, there's the meat and it kind of slow cooked and it's falling apart. And then there's a whole bunch of rice I do for my family, the classic version. So then there's briny olives mm. and it's just like one big pot meal that everybody loves. It makes really good leftovers. Yes. But in winter, winter chicken dinner, I do talk about how to take that basic recipe for that classic arroz con pollo and turn it into any kind of chicken with any kind of rice. So instead of putting in, you know, the cumin and paprika and whatever, and then using beer to deglaze, which is what I do for the arroz con pollo, it can be like a set of Indian spices and a little splash of like white wine to yeah. deglaze to make something like, that has an Indian flair. Or like broccoli and cheddar. Yes. Yes. Or broccoli and cheddar. Broccoli yes. and cheddar. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what else did you make for your family this week? And then, so I tend to make one like more involved meal and it gets often gets moved around on my meal plan based on when I have the most energy. Cause I might've slotted it for Tuesday, but Tuesday's not when that's yeah. going to happen. And the other meals tend to be super easy. So the bucatini was a really easy one this week. And then from New York times cooking, I just, it just spoke to me like classic bean and cheese burritos. Mm. Just like a Ella very- loves a bean and cheese burrito. Yeah, like a very yes. quick, using two cans of pinto beans, making a quick refried, a whole bunch of cheese, like gooey, silky, delicious, all wrapped in a huge 10 
inch flour tortilla and then kind of griddled. Um, and then I served that with a side of like, it's an, it's a salad sort of, but it's sort of like a composed salad, hearts of palm, oranges, which are in season right now and avocado. Yeah. And just like a lime cilantro vinaigrette, literally made Beautiful. in the blender. Like I took some of the, I had just a little bit of vinaigrette left from like the last batch I made in my Grey Poupon bottle. Yes. And I added that to the blender and then built on that, added a bunch of cilantro and a little bit more vinegar and a little bit of lime juice to give it a lime flavor and more oil. And that was that. That sounds like a great week. It was a good week. Good week. I've been cooking recently. Okay. Your turn. What okay, have you been cooking? I will go a little more rapid fire. I feel like we're more essential. How's that say? I, how does that I sound? I have been doing good. like kid favorite meals. So like tortellini uh, or chicken nuggets or like crispy beef tacos, which can be like very satisfying for them. And they're happy to just have like sliced cucumbers or whatever on the side. When you say crispy beef tacos, are you saying hard shell? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't know if like you were American version. No, it's like like buying the hard shells and browning beef. Yeah. So very like quick and easy down and dirty dinners. But I've gotten back on my bagged salad bullshit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Where I'm buying like three or four bagged salads. Yeah. Mostly for myself. So I can do like quick lunches with frozen chicken pieces or like pre-cooked chicken pieces um, during the week. And then also like for kids, like when they're just having, you know, frozen corn that I've reheated in the microwave or cut up cucumbers as their veggie side, I can have a salad that feels more satisfying for myself. But, and I don't know if this is fair with this new format because it's what we're cooking for dinner tonight, but I was inspired by the she pan episode. I shared this in the listeners community, a recipe from Eric Kim for a she pan gratin. Mm-hmm. So like thinly sliced veggies that are roasted and then topped with breadcrumbs and lots of like melty cheese. And we're doing that with pork tenderloin that I'm just going to toss with this spice rub that I love from Spiceology called Garlic Junkie. I can't remember who what chef that's in partnership with, but it's just like a lot of garlic, um, some dried herbs, and a lot of black pepper. So we'll do that and the veggie gratin. And I'm going off recipe with the veggie gratin and not doing sweet potatoes, but instead doing zucchini and the little like sweet lunchbox peppers that I need to use up since it's a Thursday and we're like getting towards the end of the week. And they're getting kind of soft. I'm going to do a red onion and then top it all with breadcrumbs, lemon zest, Parmesan, and a little bit of mozzarella also. What kind of cheese does it call for? Is it Gruyere? Like I think of uh, Gratin. Yeah, I do think it's Gruyere. Are you going to use that? Do the kids like that? They do generally like it, but I'm riffing because of what's in our fridge to use up. It wasn't like intentional. It was like I saw an opportunity to riff on the idea. Got it. So you're going to top it with Parmesan and mozzarella. Are you putting cheese in the middle of the layers as well? No. Or is it just layering the veggies and just I think it's like you roast the veggies and then get them kind of cooked. And then you kind of scoot them all to the center of the sheet pan, do the topping and put it back under the broiler to get crispiness. Uh, I will report back and you know where I'm going to do it, right? I do, but wait, before you throw, nope, I'm not going to let you. I know we're (laughs) right at the 15 mark, but I need to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. You mentioned tortellini at the top. 
like, what do you mean? Are you just tossing it with jarred sauce, with butter? Are you putting in soup? We have a tortellini and brodo recipe that I know you love making. Tell me more. I do. I do love making that. When I say it's like essentialism week or it's down and dirty, it's usually there's something else going on. Either Brian is working or kids are struggling. Ella had a big assignment this week that has caused her a lot of stress. And so we literally just did like classic three cheese tortellini, butter, Parmesan, and microwave steamed broccoli one night for dinner. And she like, that's comfort food to her. And that's like her having a lot of stability in what we're eating. We're not doing a lot of new foods this week. Although assignment was turned in today. So hence we're having a little bit more exciting, delicious dinner. Okay. Okay. Yes. I will stop there, but I needed to know you couldn't just drop. (laughs) I'm sorry. You know me. I'm like Samantha. We promised Samantha 15. We promised Samantha. So let's do this. Let's close it out. This new series is really, really thanks to the generous support of our Didn't I Just Feed You community. So we really want to encourage you to join us there. Their support makes it possible for us to record more episodes and edit them and do all that good stuff. So go to didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community to check out our free community and also to learn more about how to become a supporting member. A huge thank you, seriously, Samantha. To our editor, Samantha Gatsik, thanks for listening. Stay sane and well-fed. Until next time.